hello, Tyler Bryden here. I hope everything is going well. Uh, I'm uh, dating this. I'm putting this on uh, Friday, uh, September 23rd, uh, 2022. And what I want to talk about today is the first week of the Techstars uh, Toronto Accelerator program. And I do have, uh, I realize uh, I'm jumping into this without maybe answering some of the questions that you might have. What is Techstars? How does Techstars work? How does Techstars make money? I've read a whole list of questions and things that I think are worthwhile to uh, go over in relation to Techstars. But in this video, what I want to talk about explicitly is the first week, um, the structure of it, um, you know, my sort of uh, early reflections on it after, you know, coming out of many meetings throughout the week, including our last final wrap up meeting uh, of the week. And uh, hopefully, whether you are interested in Techstars, whether you're applying, maybe you just started the program and you're in sort of the same cohort kick out, uh, kickoff time as me, this is sort of like an insightful perspective on the first week of the Toronto Techstars uh, Accelerator. In my case, that's the specific locale of the program, but generally this, I believe, can be uh, you know extended to many of the um, Techstars Accelerator around the world. There's a lot of them. I have the number uh, somewhere here, but there's a lot. There's a lot of companies starting overall. I'll just give a quick brief on Techstars, and this won't be the, you know, the full rundown. I'll cover that in a video. Maybe even get Sunil, the managing director of Techstars Toronto, to jump on uh, and record a video. I can ask him questions, and he can give me probably better answers than I uh, can give you, as obviously he has a lot of uh, experience with the program. So uh, Techstars Toronto specifically, 77 companies have done the program since it started in 2018. Uh, companies from four continents and 11, uh, 11 countries. They have an investment thesis about Toronto being one of the most sort of like global cities. And because of that, they've invested in many places around the world. One of those focuses is actually um, Africa. And so there's uh, several African companies uh, in our uh, cohort this year. I think 10 to 12 companies. And uh, it's been super interesting to not only uh, connect with them um, this week, but then also sort of understand uh, how different the problem space in the country that they're in. So a lot of the, uh, you know, piece there is things maybe we take for granted of logistics, of delivery, of transportation, of transferring money, things that we're really lucky to have um, here in Canada. And, and then you sort of do this comparison of the problems that, you know, we're focused on here, specifically at BKI, and that, uh, you know, some of the companies that we interact with on a more routine basis are, are dealing with versus uh, companies in a country uh, like Africa. So that's something um, super interesting. Overall, the point that I was trying to get to is that there's 50 accelerator programs uh, across the world. We are just one of them, specifically uh, this Techstars Toronto. They're sort of uh, large um, over sort of seeing Techstars Universal or whatever it actually is, Techstars Global, um, they uh, then administer the program. My guess, this is not uh, for sure, I'd love to hear if you've been through the program or if you're seeing anything different of my description here, is that there's consistencies into the, in the structure of these programs and the week that we're experiencing or have just experienced is probably in some ways uh, similar to anyone who is in those cohorts and is kicking this off um, here. So overall, quickly, Techstars, 3,400 companies that they've invested in, said 140 billion plus combined market cap. They said that that's expanded since. And, you know, to me, they have a very good uh, reputation in the industry. We were lucky enough to talk to, uh, you know, quite a few people who have gone through the program. They spoke very highly of it. They seem supportive overall, and that's the experience um, that we've had to date. So I'll dive deeper into that in another video. Hopefully, you yeah, maybe have some questions for me. Please feel encouraged to drop a comment, whatever I uh, would love to hear so I can make sure that that video is as valuable as possible. And I shared you uh, shared with you a couple uh, sort of questions that I want to answer in other videos. But 
uh, I'll talk about this week um, right right now, which is the week is done. This was really uh, a kickoff week. So it's definitely um, very heavy in terms of meetings. Uh, and some of those were, um, first of all, just get to know each other. So we did this uh, uh, sort of presentation. Oh, I should know how to say it. Pecha Kuchu. I'm sorry, that's butchered. Uh, basically, you know, take 20 images uh, at, at most and introduce yourself personally. Uh, for myself, that's when I did, you know, say eight eight pictures each and then sort of then tied our journey together, shared, uh, you know, a little bit about tech stars, or sorry, not about tech stars, about Burning Man, about, um, you know, how we met, the journey, how we've been friends and how we've lived together, all that stuff. And then it was super interesting to listen to the other com- uh, companies um, sort of share their personal journeys. And then that then helps you sort of build this sort of mental model around, uh, you know, who these people are and the companies and why they started what they've done and some super incredible smart people at different stages, some people younger and early in the company, some people a little bit older with kids and entire families and that's uh that diversity is something super interesting and something i'm glad to see i think it's good to you know be around people with uh, diverse experiences opinions thoughts uh etc etc so um with that being said through the program and this is i'm i'm extending this to techstars global but this is the experience with techstars toronto they're using uh notion and discard discord so that manages a lot of the actual communication within the program program documentation and then communication between people whether that's uh you know people dealing directly with uh you know um uh, the people who are part of the the, the team at techstars in this case it's four people um awesome people in the techstars toronto cohort or uh, the techstars toronto team and then obviously uh ways to communicate with um companies who are in uh the program and Generally, it seems like there is sort of this theme that uh, there are sort of um, synergies within the companies or that are in the cohort. We haven't experienced that as much, but it seems like some of the African companies, there are connections, there's relationships built there and even opportunities to work together. So I think that's super interesting. I believe we ended up as only the only AI uh, company in their program. And so that then tailors our experience, the companies that we can work with, et cetera, et cetera. So a couple other things that I think have stuck out is, yeah, it definitely was um, meeting heavy. Um, I did find um, that it was nice that most of those meetings were contained in the morning so that you can go back uh, in the afternoon, uh, carve out that time to do the customer work that you're doing, um, you know, the product development, all the other pieces uh, of a business that are necessary. So I'm thankful for that. And uh, some of the meetings, um, I think, out of no one's real fault, it's just there's a, you know, especially that, you know, whether we're reporting or just sharing, it's like those meetings can get pretty long. Um, And I had moments where I felt a little burned out um, in that. And what I realized part right through, we're on a Zoom call, so we're managing Zoom um, for communications, and that's how we're uh, connecting on live calls. It's like, oh, I can uh, hop onto my phone and... uh, as long as I'm listening to the information or, you know, part- watching, I can go make lunch. Uh, I can walk around. And so, you know, I don't know why that realization hadn't hit me earlier uh, in the uh, week, but, you know, still participating in a great way, meeting people, understanding how, what other companies are operating in, and then understanding your sort of responsibilities throughout the program. Uh, you know, that was, uh, I would, couldn't maybe classify it as a breakthrough, but a lesson for me, I was, as I was like, I've been sitting at this desk for too long. Even I've been standing at this desk um, for too long. So that's one thing I think to prepare for if you are going into tech stores or you're just interested. There is a lot of meetings. A lot of that in the first week is groundwork setting, how you communicate, the project management tools uh, that you use, expectations, um, first building your KPIs. We had an amazing uh, call with someone from, uh, someone, uh, a wonderful person named Allie from Google who had built a company 
around KPIs. And as someone said in the Discord channel, it's like she looks like she runs, uh, you know, five miles every morning, maybe at lunch too. Super fit uh, of like super fit, like in terms of everything, mind, body, spirit, soul, uh, the way that she spoke, the way that she uh, articulated things, it's just precise in everything that she did. And that was like super uh, cool and inspiring, I think. And then to see her experience with KPIs, see it with, uh, you know, how she, um, you know, answered questions and then pushed us to answer questions. Those were all really helpful. So you're dealing with people who are operating at a super, um, you know, high level and being able to, you know, absolutely, um, uh, you know, work through problems very quickly. Some people, some people would say like people, it feels almost aggressive, but when you're a founder and you're, you know, she asked, you know, talked about how valuable your time is. That's a really good thing to have because you can filter through the noise. You can filter through sort of the, the bull poop, uh, the bull poop, uh, very quickly. And so that was super helpful. Um, and just generally you worry if you're going into a program like that, we've had past experiences with accelerator programs and it's like, um, you you know, when you draw it into meetings, you're drawn into presentations and programming, not all of that could be um, valuable for you. Not all of that could be applicable. In this case, what I've seen, you know, while there's moments of that, generally people are super bright, super, uh, you know, talented. They care about engaging you. They're taking time out of their day um, to do it. And that quality of sort of content, and conversation is super high. And so a lot of the times where it would maybe be, um, you know, big presentations in the past and in case the experience so far has been, you know, relatively short presentations. And if they are, you know, not short, they're super high impact. And obviously they brought these people in for a reason. And then generally they're opening um, up like Q and A's pretty closely, pretty quickly so that then you can ask the questions that you want to ask. And then Uh, make it more relevant to the cohort and again sometimes that can you know that can fall off because uh, this company is in this stage and then you're at this stage and that's different so the the questions are being asked are different or the answers that are being given are different but generally there's some sort of value that you can extract uh, from it so that's been super interesting Uh, I'm glad the week is over in terms of meetings I've been a person who generally limits meetings in my life especially morning meetings I like to carve out that time for personal routine structure and then some deep work but you know, uh, when the value is there, it's worthwhile to do it. And, uh, you know, I think, um, especially with the virtual, um, sort of delivery of it, uh, it's, it's relatively, uh, unimpactful or unintrusive on, you know, the life that you're having besides maybe some of the length, uh, that the conversations can be, uh, to do. So now, uh, a couple other things that I wanted to touch on are, uh, someone, as someone who knows Techstars, one of the biggest parts of this program is called Mentor Madness. And I think it's called Mentor Madness for a reason. Um, I'm going to talk about this topic as a whole some point when I go through the program and I'll report back on Mentor Madness each week, just as sort of like a, you know, an update and everything that I'm thinking about. And uh, it's basically, you're getting matched with uh, an incredible group of mentors who has a lot of experience one of the examples that we had they actually did a presentation but as part of mentor madness bryce and i'm not going to get his last name correct so i'm not even going to try but from global live and now mindframe connect and these are super high level valuable people understanding you're then matched you're doing six meetings a day 25 minutes and then they're sort of 
pairing you with these people with different expertise who are all, you know, these people are not paid to mentor. They're, you know, they're, uh, they like mentoring. Uh, they're getting really good information and insights. They're, uh, you know, sourcing deal flow, you know, all these things that sort of, uh, you know, come with uh, spending time with people who are sort of pre-vetted and going through these programs like they are at Techstars. Uh, you know, you've got that 25 minutes to sort of maximize that, leverage their expertise, Throughout that, you're expected to, you know, sort of connect with a couple of mentors who you hope are going to be your sort of lead mentors throughout the program. And that focus on mentorship, I think, is super valuable. I've also seen that fall apart in other programs where, uh, you know, there's not maybe enough incentive for the mentors, which in this case, maybe it is likely because they're not being paid, but maybe the company quality is so high that it doesn't really matter and the value is there. And so the dedication will be there. But generally, mentors, highly successful uh, you know, and with high, you know, high success becomes high responsibilities in their own life and often lack of time or highly valuable time. And so meeting all these companies, meeting all these people, um, you can question, you know, Hey, maybe this 25 minute meeting is great, but is there follow up here? Is there true value that's going to be, uh, you know, given outside of, um, this meeting and can I rely on them as say, uh, a lead mentor or someone who produces real value um, for the program. And in the past, you know, before going through and DMZ and Tech Alliance and some of these programs and having the experience with mentors and seeing that pattern that's possible, uh, I think there's sort of some naive optimism around that. In truth, it's up for you. It's up to you to really make sure that that happens and then uh, follow up. Make sure you're producing value for the person who is the mentor. If they're not learning anything, if their value isn't created, there's not a two-way streak of value then uh, there is then, um, you know, most likely going to be a lack of follow-up, some challenge in that relationship being strong and continuing. And so that's something that I'm preparing for. And also just, I think, uh, preparing for that frantic energy, which can come from mentor madness, which is, again, so three weeks, uh, six hours, six hours a day, six meetings a day, 25, <laughs> I was just doing some math, six, six meetings a day, 25 minutes each. So three hours a day, 72 meetings overall. And throughout that time, you're going to be dealing with people who are in very, uh, you know, different expertise levels, um, what they want to do uh, to support you. And your goal is to then research them a little bit uh, ahead, do the proper follow-up, make sure that you maximize that time. And that time can be either very helpful or wasted completely, depending on how you look at it. And so there was also some sessions throughout the first week of the Toronto Techstars Accelerator here to then prepare for that and make sure you are doing it right. And they had a couple of companies who had done, you know, apparently really good jobs in previous cohorts uh, share how they had maximized that time. So I'm super excited about it. Also super nervous. Again, I limit meetings in my life. I get overstimulated very quick. I know that some of these meetings are going to be, uh, you know, intense, aggressive, hard questioning, maybe questions that we don't have the answers to. And that's fine. I love that stuff. And I do like sort of the quick, um, you know, iteration that can happen um, when dealing with super smart people like that, super ambitious people like that, who are uh, trying to help out. And in all cases, there is this idea, what I felt, I have felt it this sort of tech stars community where I say tech stars for life and the hashtag that they use is give first. So that seems to be um, true in my early stage of this program, both onboarding and now after um, completing the first week. And so, you know, I'm super excited to see that uh, come to fruition next week with the uh, mentor madness. So uh, a couple other notes and then I'll wrap this up because I'm already at 15 minutes and I hope you've gotten some insights along the way. If you did like comment, subscribe, uh, I'm Tyler Bryden. I'll be documenting this journey at Techstars. I do think it's super interesting. It's something I've you know been super excited about and then also super hesitant about and concerned 
you know, you're uh, taking investment, you're diluting your company, you're starting this path of sort of investment, and you want to make sure that you're setting yourself up for success, depending on the goals that you have in life. Um, and so hopefully some of that is explored throughout this video by the previous videos and subsequent uh, content that I make around um, Techstars. So a couple other things is like the, uh, a lot of the success seems to come from who the managing uh, director is uh, of Techstars. So uh, in this case, we have the wonderful uh, Sunil Sharma. Uh, I will pull up his screen quick. And uh, so he is the co-host of Collision Conference and then the director at the Founder Institute as well. So 300 plus startup investments, past Canadian and US uh, UN diplomat. Hey, I'm going to follow you, Janice. Uh, she just um, uh, stepped down after investing for a, a long time. And, uh, you know, what I generally see is he's definitely a networker. He's definitely a connector. Uh, you know, he seems super motivated uh, and uh, intelligent and uh, a lot of respect for him um, just because of how much work uh, that he's put in over the years to build that network. And that's something that I see is, you know, I talk about this idea of network is your net worth. That's a, I did say that right. Good. Uh, then, um, you know, that that's true. And I think that's something that Techstars pushes. I think just in general, what I've seen, and I'll just share this on the screen, is Techstars Toronto. I think Techstars in general, but, uh, compared to other maybe accelerators or incubator programs, really does try to build that relationship between companies. And it's, you know, obvious that they are doing that. Sunil's here, Gabrielle here's Alicia Scheiben is also uh, on the team here. We've got some wonderful mentors uh, who are there. And so I'm going to have all these links as always. I've got, um, you know, uh, resources for you here. They'll be in the bottom of the YouTube uh, description, or if you're on the website, they'll be on the website there too. Lots of great things, sort of, you know, uh, things about Accelerator Hub, some details, some stats, some frequently asked questions. And then I pulled up a couple of companies just so you can check them out. These are, um, you know, previous companies uh, who, or maybe not even previous, they're portfolio companies of tech stars who they sort of highlight some of them uh, who have done quite well. One thing that I find super interesting is like, um, Oh, you can look back at the date, like SendGrid, I think as a big company, 2009 is when they started. So it's took a long time for them to get where they are. And a lot of times I think we think of sort of venture companies, they go, you know, quick pace and then they, they burn out. And uh, what you see here is the ones that are still around and being represented, obviously a bunch of burned out around the way uh, that uh, they're still here and it's been a long slog for them, them to make it. So I know I'm just flipping through uh, things here. Now I'll, I'll, I'll get off of that and I'll hop back into my Google Doc just to refocus here. The last thing I'll say sort of uh, on the first week of the, tech, the Toronto Techstars Accelerator ends up um, in the week with uh, uh, actually two things. One thing is super interesting with this Mentor Madness, there is a lookbook that they share that gives you all the uh, sort of links, LinkedIn, email categories of the mentors that you are going to be meet in the week. So that's a super helpful resource and allows you to do that research up front and then connect with people after and then focus on people who maybe are, uh, you know, more uh, inclined or suited to provide value for your company. Last part I'll touch on is the end of the week concludes with an open sharing of KPIs and progress that was sort of highlighted in the first week uh, or the first part of the week. And as you prepare for the program to settle on these KPIs, and then you have an open sharing session uh, on the Friday uh, for for you who are watching the video, that was today. So I'm coming off of that. And uh, I think that was super helpful, super help amazing to see where people are, the different paths in the journey. Some of them, because they're doing say, you know, uh, you know, money transfer, the amount of volume uh, that they're transferring through their systems is pretty wild to see. So definitely some lessons there. And I think it really does by, you know, doing that, you're keeping each other in check. You're wanting to make sure that you're hitting these metrics and doing a good job. You're setting ambitious goals. 
you're seeing where uh, you know you're failing and where you're uh, you know where you're succeeding and you're sort of highlighting those KPIs and you know red did not happen yellow some somewhat happened or, or you sort of right there or green you sort of exceeded and so it was you know very uh, obvious and you know you're sharing that very openly on that hey here's what worked here's what damn they'll ask you why did this work or did they they'll ask you well why didn't this work or you know for us that one of the pushes was hey so it seems like you're doing a really good job on inbound sort of this idea of product like growth. But can you include uh, some metrics around outbound sales, demos, meet it, booked, um, things like that. And now that's a recommendation. It's up to you as a founder or business owner to then say, hey, um, you know, yes, I will do that or not. You know, for us, product-led growth has been a a great um, path. Uh, Inbound uh, has been great through the content that we've produced, as well as, uh, you know, we just do a lot of sort of solution selling and working with customers we've had now for several years to uh, continue to build up the product and make sure that we're um, producing value. But overall, I thought that part was super valuable, a great way to end the week and a very inspiring way to end the week and keep you accountable. And, you know, just for your reference, like you might ask me, what are these KPIs for us? software revenue that can be MRR sort of subscriptions kind of base and then also sort of the additional transcription analysis and then implementations and onboarding so we're grouping that all we want to see that that number is staying stable at the very least and ideally it's growing and then we're also looking at user signups obviously that's a top line metric for us but it's a leading indicator that we're doing something right on the front end from marketing and content and then lastly is like the free to paid conversion rate so out of how many people signed up how many people those converted into paid users so that's obviously a super important thing to us to know if we know hey here's how many people signed up here's how many people converted and here's the software revenue we start to paint this really good picture of are we making progress or are we not and we've set some pretty ambitious goals with that 250 um, signups per per week so a thousand signups per month five percent conversion rate uh and then uh you know aiming for you know to, to begin with like straight up 10k um you know monthly uh um, and you know we're there in many ways already um, so we should maybe even be setting that more ambitious knowing that we're going to scale that up as we continue to grow and then hopefully getting to uh, you know that golden sort of 83k monthly which is then a uh, million dollars in software revenue that's the you know the dream that you want to see uh, come true uh, and this program I think through the accountability through this through the open sharing can help you do that as well as sort of the questions to ask for clarity and figure out why is this working why is this not working so super excited about that um, overall it's been a great week I'm excited uh, to have gone through it also excited uh, that it's over time moves very quickly especially when you're packed in meetings like this you're flowing through you're getting asked hard questions you're producing all this stuff for Techstar specifically but then also dealing with your day-to-day uh, businesses and customers and then also personal life and the people that you love and all of that and there was sort of this notice before the program started of hey you are going to have to uh, you know, tell your family and friends that you might not see you as much uh, during this program. I can see that being true, but I also think that those are important parts of your life to then make sure that you balance with the program, even if it's as intense as it is, or as it's supposed to be, um, because you don't want to burn out and you want to make sure that you're not sacrificing those relationships and also your own happiness and, uh, you know, uh, restfulness um, throughout this program, because uh, it is both, uh, you know, a marathon and a sprint. You're basically sprinting a marathon. But as we all know, there are trade-offs when you do that. At some point, you're going to fall down. You're going to break down if you continue that sprint. And so you need to choose these places uh, to execute and push. And then you need to have those times of rest and connection and refueling. So I think that's pretty good. I think that's uh, uh, 
a lot to cover on the first week of the Toronto Accelerators. If you have any other questions or anything, again, feel encouraged to send me a note. hope this is uh, something um, valuable for you as, some, as someone who is interested in this stuff. And I'm guessing if you made it this far in the video, you were interested. Uh, I'll continue to document this and look forward to sharing more on this and hearing from you. And I hope you have uh, a wonderful rest of the day yourself. Uh, it's a pleasure as always to be able to share. And I'm so grateful for anyone who you know, leaves a comment, whatever uh, it is, even something as small as that, a like on the video, that makes my day. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.